It's the most wonderful time of the week. It's time for brunch. It's time to talk a bunch of shit. It's the most wonderful time of the week. Mm. Merry fucking Christmas, y'all. And welcome to Brunch with Desby, your favorite podcast ever that happens on Sundays. All right. I'm pretty aware that everyone out here has some favorite podcasts, but let me be, let me be your number one at the start of the week. It is Christmas day. I really tossed back and forth, guys. I really said, do these, do these people want to hear from me? Hear from me on Christmas And the more I thought about it, the more I felt that that answer was a confident hell yes. The people need me on Christmas. So here I am saving Christmas because you know who's never going to save you? Good old Saint Nick because he is fake. And that ruined my childhood. So happy Christmas, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, um, happy Hanukkah, happy... Whatever you choose to celebrate today or ever, really, your celebration might not even be today, Um, but whatever you choose to celebrate, happy celebrations. I will pop one. I will pop it. I will pop a real one for the celebrations. Um, Today, we have a, a really fun episode. I want to chat a little bit with you guys about my goal for 2023, and I think that you guys are going to like it. I think you're going to really like it. Um, and I hope that you loved last week's episode. It was a little bit, it was a little bit different, but can I just get like an honest opinion on Megan and Harry? Like, you know, we chatted about it. We kind of glazed over how we actually feel after watching all the episodes, right? So I need to hear from you guys. What are our final thoughts on Megan and Harry? Are we allowing them to live in peace? Do we think, do we think that someone actually killed Princess Diana? You know? Did anyone just, did anyone's mind just spiral after watching that documentary, docu-series? Oh, it just kind of had me a little riled up. I'm not going to lie. So um, lot, lots of things to talk about today. I got some good watches to tell you guys about. Um, some skincare, some big news. <laughs> and um, wanted to talk a little bit about New Year's goals, living delusional. And I'm not talking about delusional like I'm about to start microdosing or anything of that nature. I'm talking living delusional and you'll, I'll get to it here in a hot second. All right. First things first, I have new hair. You like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I get it. I want it. I get, sorry. I did just buy it though. Um, new hair, new me, new ear. I posted a little recap the other day on my sunscreen and sarcasm account. And uh, I post a little recap and I had this picture of my hair when it was so short and it was my bridal shower. And everyone was like, oh my God, short hair queen, please bring back short hair. OMG, do this again. Let me tell you something, guys. Every single fucking time I chop my hair, I like it for maybe, I'll give it eight weeks. 
And then it just becomes a huge hassle. And when I did have short hair, like I'm talking short above my fucking collarbones short. I lived in Florida and I feel like it just really fit that vibe of my life in like the energy and the weather. Like it was so hot. I couldn't really have long hair slash didn't want to. It just like really fit that part of my life. And I just don't know when I'll ever get back to that point of my life. But for now, like I am loving long hair. It just makes me feel sassy. It makes me feel sexy. It brings a lot of confidence into my life, to be very honest. So new hair, new me, new Christmas vibes. I was able to get the kids a lot of fun stuff for Christmas. And we're actually planning on having everyone over. And we usually do like a pizza bar so this is what we did last year. I say, oh, we usually do it. We've, we've done it one year, okay? <laughs> but we're trying to figure out these like personal traditions because I don't know about you guys, but we grow up and I feel like we all have a childhood where like we had this tradition, right? Oh, we always go over to grandma's on New Year or Christmas Eve and then we go to Christmas and then we go to New Year's at Uncle Ben's or <laughs> Uncle Ben's. I thought of like the white rice immediately. Uncle Ben's rice and when we get older and our family starts to change and the dynamic starts to change and um, not to be morbid, but I feel like when we lose grandparents, like they're like the glue of the family. And so we lose them and then we all kind of like just go our separate ways. And then before you know it, you're 27 with two kids, a husband, your own house. And you're like, what is our thing? You know, not what's my mom's thing, not what's my dad's thing, not what is my mother-in-law's thing, not no, nothing. Like what is our thing? What's our family? So we're in this like discovery phase, right? Of like the kids are young enough so we can like fuck up our traditions for like three years. We have like three to four years to just fuck everything up and really just trial and error of like what a good tradition is, right? Maybe we like let the kids sleep with us and then the next year like we're never doing that again. It's like they won't remember. Okay, so like let's start fresh. Um, Maybe like this year we talked about trying to set up Santa and uh, do Santa coming from our fireplace. Well, our fireplace is electric. Okay, so all of a sudden our kid's gonna be like six years old and they're gonna be like, mom, dad, like this isn't a chimney, right? Like, okay, so you get it. We we have a few years to just kind of like half-ass it, fuck up, and then really reevaluate where we wanna be. So this is our second year proudly doing a pizza bar. We get like, pre-made dough. Okay. We're not over here making our own shit. Okay. We, we just get it pre-made. Everyone has their own like pizza though. We get a ton of toppings, artichokes, red peppers, fresh mozzarella, um, the typical like shredded mozzarella, pepperoni, um, sausage. Like we have everything, right? So it's kind of like pick your own. And then we have both the ovens going. Cause we're lucky enough to have a double oven. And then we have like our own pizza and everyone can like share and you know, whatever. So it's like a fun little like personalized thing. Well, that's the goal. And then the the night before we really want to set up like a mattress out in the living room, like watch the Grinch or Elf or something and tr- try to have the kids sleep with us. I feel like I'm going to regret it. I feel like I'm going to regret it. So by the time you're reading that or by the time you're reading that, by the time you're listening to this, send vibes because I might be tired as shit from Maddox waking up at 2 a.m. running to go play with his toys and me all of a sudden hearing the bang of his instruments because he was up playing, playing around. You know what I mean? Like that's my biggest fear 
of like transitioning Maddox out of like his crib and into his big boy bed, which we plan to do for New Year's Day. Yeah, we're already approaching that time. Don't talk to me about it. And uh, I was like, but what happens when he like wakes up at like 4 a.m. and he just wants to like play? Like what's he gonna do? Just surf around his room and like play with his toys and then go lay back down? Like that is just so weird to me. I'm sure we did it, right? Like, but I don't remember. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how our little co-sleeping Christmas Eve goes. But we have new jammies to wear. We got Christmas jammies this year from Little Sleepies. Last year I did Burt's Bees, but I really like Little Sleepies material, like the bamboo. And I also wanted some like for myself. So we got these really cute jammies. Even Reggie has a bandana so he can match us. And we have all of our Christmas gifts wrapped and whatever. So that's what we're thinking of our traditions. We'll see. Um, so Christmas, very exciting. I hope that you guys had a good one. Um, I know preparation for Christmas as you get older just almost feels a little more stressful. And I feel like, correct me if you think I'm wrong, I would love to hear your feedback. But I feel like ever since COVID, I don't want Apple to like flag my podcast. <laughs> ever since COVID, I feel like it's really difficult to like muster up the strength to like go shopping. I did not step, I stepped foot, I'm sorry, correct myself. I stepped foot in one shop this whole Christmas season. One shop, it was a toy shop downtown and I went in there real quick. It was maybe a 15 minute thing. Other than that, when I went even to like Meyer, it was only for groceries and I wanted to literally die. It was so packed and crazy. So ever since quarantine and all that, I feel like it just brings a lot of stress because we all get busy. And I know it was only like one and a half years of like really strict COVID kind of two years, but it's just like almost like being busy nowadays is like daunting. Like I feel like it turned a lot of us into like this homebody. And maybe it's also because I like, coincidentally also had kids, right? So it's like, I got a double whammy, like COVID on top of like becoming a mom two times. <laughs> so I just feel like the, the holidays can be super daunting, but we made it through. Okay. We made it through. You guys crushed it. And we are only one week away from six weeks to slay. You guys have probably updated your app by now. If not, make sure you go to your app store, whether you're on Android or Apple, update the app. If for some reason you're having issues, the biggest thing I could say is like delete the app and genuinely just go re-download it, re-log in, boom, you're all set up. Um, I've worked really hard and put in a ton of, a ton of bags. And by bags, I mean money, ton of money into this upgrade. Um, and I feel like it's very obvious. It's awesome. I'm so fucking proud of it. It's an app that I've really like visioned being proud of. Um, but it takes time, just like all things, right? It takes time to build into that. Um, and it's because of you guys, because of the community, because of DBFT, because of you guys using my codes, everything like that, that's what I'm able to invest into big projects like this. Um, and it's really awesome. I did share too, a few episodes ago, my biggest business mistake and where I've lost a lot of money this year in my skincare line. So to be able to have this expense of a new app while blowing money on my skincare line that ended up not coming to fruition. It's been really heavy on me. 
but I think that the support that I'm going to receive and I'm manifesting from six weeks to slay and people joining six weeks to slay, it'll be that like, this was so worth it energy, right? No matter what the app upgrade was worth it for me. Like I'm proud of this app, you know, building an app is super hard. Um, and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes the right team. And I'm just very grateful to have the people that I do in my corner. So on top of you guys, on top of my app team, I just so grateful for you guys. And I hope that you love this new experience. The other thing that we're doing for you guys this year is a payment plan for both challenge options. I know a lot of people, um, have expressed interest in this for the coached challenge, right? $307 bi-weekly coaching plus the challenge plus the prize options plus the opportunity to win all these great things, right? $307 is a lot to pay up front. So we offered 157 for two times once every three weeks, right? So you pay half down and then half, the other half, halfway through the challenge, right? I think that's fair. However, then we had a lot of other people coming to us and saying, hey, I know $117 doesn't seem like a lot, but for me, like it really is. And I hope you guys at no point ever feel embarrassed to say that $117, that is a lot. I get it, okay? But I also am very confident in the value that my community, my app, my everything that we give in general, the coaches that we have helping and assisting, you're not paying for a PDF workouts of workouts. Okay. I hope you realize that this isn't a PDF. Here's your ebook. Okay. This is a full ass app that you get access to and you never lose access to. So $117, I understand. Therefore, we're going to split it up for you guys. Just like we do the coach challenge, $60 up front, $60 halfway through. You can join this challenge for as little as $60 up front. And you only have to worry about that other 60 three weeks later. That, I am fucking hyped for that. I am so proud of that. There is nothing to be ashamed of at all to use that payment plan. That is why we have it. So I want you guys to take advantage of it this year. And maybe you're on the fence, you know, oh man, I, I really want to do this challenge, but I know it's going to just, you know, it costs like, you know, $117, whatever. I hope that this is your sign that fuck yeah, you're doing the challenge. Okay. We, we got you. So if you sign up within the first 48 hours, again, this launches next Sunday. If you sign up Sunday or Monday or before then, if you have pre-registration, five of you guys will be refunded your full amount. All right. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And that's going to be your 48 hours fast early bird purchase perk. All right. Um, very excited for that. So just stay tuned for more information. I'll remind you guys next week, but that does open Sunday. You can pre-register in my link in bio description box, show notes, check it out. All right. Um, I did end up still waiting on getting a new calendar. We talked about this a few episodes ago, a new planner, new calendar, new way to track the new year. I just have this overwhelming fear of buying one and then like having my year go to shit, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting on it, all right? Let me just hit January 1 and then I'll figure it out. Probably end up Amazoning one. Um, but I did also want to chat a little bit about my special announcement. And that is that I am returning to YouTube. Oh fuck, that's the wrong button. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. I am. I'm returning to YouTube. You know, I've kind of, I kind of started doing YouTube. Um, to be honest, like if you go back and look at my videos, there was no, like the only thing we could do back when I first started, like the Instagram, right? Sharing just my journey was Snapchat, right? So my Snapchat was where I shared like my codes and like videos of me and like kind of like vlog, right? Like come work out with me. I, I did it on Snapchat, right? So the only other place that I could do videos like that and like educational videos, sit down, whatever it might be, was on YouTube. We didn't have Instagram stories yet. We didn't, have, you know, whatever. So once Instagram stories came around, I still did YouTube, right? And I hit it really hard during like competing when I was competing. Um, I did it pretty, pretty well too when I was in Florida. Um, I think I, I pretty much did like a video a week, maybe every two weeks. And then I moved to, well, number one, got super depressed in Florida. And my passion for it just wasn't there. I just felt like there wasn't much that I wanted to share. Like I hated myself. So like, and it's funny because again, like you look back at those videos of me and you would like, when I vlogged, it wasn't that I was faking it, but like those were the only times where I felt really happy was when I was creating content for you guys because you guys were what made me feel good about myself, right? Like the affirmation that I had a community when I was living in a place where I didn't, like, so it it made me happy. So you guys, knowing I was making something for you guys, I was happy. So like none of those videos were like fake. It's just like once the camera was off and I didn't have a purpose for making content like that, I was so bored. And I think that's why during like Florida, everything, I was always on my phone. Like I had no one else. That's why I even began in the first place, why I even began everything, which I have a full episode, um, a few episodes back, like maybe six episodes. That was like my true journey. And I talk about it. Um, So with that being said, I've always loved YouTube and I kind of stopped once I moved back to Ohio. Um, Most of this was because I felt really boring. Um, and I think I've just really overcome this idea that I always have to be interesting at the end of the day. Like you guys come to listen to this podcast even because I just talk, (laughs) right? Like I just talk in each week. I just talk sometimes about the same shit. I mean, I talk about Peter Thomas Roth eye gels every fucking episode, you know, like, but it doesn't always have to be fresh and new. Like people love to just see the reality. And the reality is like, I don't do anything fancy throughout the week. My week very much looks the same. Um, but I'm excited to bring back like my chats, my get ready with me, my Q and A's, like all of these fun things, some cooking videos, maybe stuff with Wyatt, um, vlogs, you know, what I do in a day, um, all that. I'm just really excited. So I'm, I'm just going to commit to it with no expectations and just have it be another bridge to connect with you guys who enjoy being here. You can put it on when you're getting ready for bed, brushing your teeth. You don't have to have to actively watch it, right? Like it can just be a background noise. And as you guys know, YouTube, you can monetize videos, which means you can make money. Now, when I say that, I'm laughing because 
like making money off YouTube for someone like me. It's like, if I make a video, all right, and say it hits like a couple thousand views, I might make $5. Like, and I'm, I'm not fucking lying about that. That for my size and you get paid like per seconds on like ads or something like that. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not well-versed in YouTube, but like there will be the, here, here's a, here's reality. My biggest month on YouTube, this is back when I took it seriously, right? I think I made maybe $300 on YouTube in one month, right? That, that's it. Now you have to think of like the amount of time it takes to do it. That's a, it's a, it's a hard job for just $300. Let me tell you that. However, I love it. I love YouTube, but I always like to be transparent with you guys. So what I'm trying to say full circle is that I'm excited to bring my content to YouTube because when I'm posting it on Instagram, when I'm taking hours to edit a fucking post for Cormus, or I take an hour to edit uh, a TikTok of like my, my day in the life or a get ready with me takes 45 minutes, whatever it might be. And I'm putting that on my phone, right? I make, I get absolutely nothing out of that. And nowadays, like I, I don't even gain followers. Like I, I have not seen my Instagram grow. I've actually lost like 50,000 followers ever since I got pregnant with Maddox. So maybe not 50, maybe 40, regardless. Like I want to be somewhere that makes sense for my time, right? Work smarter, not harder. Um, so transparently, not only do I want to be on YouTube, I love talking obviously. I love vlogging and I love people who give me the time to educate them. And I feel like if you're going to YouTube to learn something, you're going to sit through a video. You know what I mean? Like you want to hear what's said. And so I'm really just looking to build that community back up and have that excitement for just the mundane, right? The, I'm not a travel vlogger. I'm not a foodie. I'm not a aesthetic, like here's my daily fits of the week. You know, like you might catch me on a good week. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say that, but that's not my vibe. And I just really want to be me. Um, and show again, like that reality that like, I am just, I am just like anyone else. I just got lucky. I don't even want to say I got lucky. I worked very hard, but my, I'm, I'm just like anyone else. So is it, so is everyone on social media, right? So I'm just really excited to like share a little bit more with you guys, be able to step away from things like Instagram and TikTok, um, so hardcore and be able to redirect traffic. So it's like, if you want to know what's going on with me, you're probably going to be listening to the podcast or you will watch my YouTube. That's it. If you don't, you probably won't know much at the end of the day. That's kind of like the vibe I'm going for in 23. It's like, if you want to know, come hang out. Um, if not too bad, you're not going to know anything and you're going to be out of the loop, whatever. Unfollow if you want, don't care. So protecting my peace is the goal for 2023 and just enjoying what I do with no expectations. Um, and just have fun with it. And I think the more that you guys get to know me here and the more that you'll get to know me on YouTube, that's where that's where the magic happens. You know, it's so much fun and I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to just go for it. And if it works out great, it works out great. And if it's just like kind of another thing I'm doing, then so what, um, the fear of failure is so real. Um, 
because I, I, I think like a lot of people are like, well, if I made this YouTube video and it only gets a hundred views, like that's so embarrassing, you know? And I can see why we all feel that way. Cause it's, it's natural to like be embarrassed if the views aren't there or like not enough people see it or like no one likes it. You know, I get it, but I'm really trying to take myself away from that because I think of so many people that I love and support and I don't always like all their stuff. I don't always check if they have a new post, but like, I love them. If they said, Hey, I'm releasing merch tomorrow. I would go buy it without even liking their post in like two months. You know what I mean? Like, so my point is that if you're someone in 23 who you want to try to do something new, maybe you want to start TikToking. You want to start sharing, um, your journey of pregnancy or you anything like if you just want to share, why not? Let's, let's fail together. And actually, no, honestly, no, I'm, we're not failing. That's also the thing. And we'll get into that in today's episode. We're not failing in 2023 and we're not even going to speak that way. We're not even going to fucking speak that way. Um, but I think we've become so numb to numbers that like, and this is just crazy, right? But like, I'll post something, right? And I get a hundred likes in 10 minutes, right? And I'm like, oh, just another day where Instagram's hiding my stuff, which there is no, there's no doubt that Instagram has changed so much. Okay. That's besides the point, but I'm like, how am I not just still celebrating that a hundred people are liking my stuff? Like we've become so numb to that number. Can I imagine a hundred people in a room clapping for me right now? That's crazy, right? So I think I just, that's what I want to keep working on. And, I, and I've gotten so much better at, and I continue to just get better and better. Is like no expectations. Whoever I get to reach today, whoever I get to make laugh today, whoever I get to maybe invite to like try my app or like whatever today, fuck yeah. If that's one person, fuck yeah. If that's two people, fuck yeah. If it's 10, fuck yeah. As long as you keep showing up, good shit's going to happen, right? The minute you don't show up, good shit's not going to happen, number one. And number two, there's not even a chance for it to happen, right? So just fucking do it. So that's that's my mantra, part of my mantra. Just fucking do it. Just do it. And I know someone out there is listening to this and they're like, oh, fuck, I wanted to start that small business. I wanted to try to sell my tumbler cups. I want to, you know, whatever it might be, just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Let's do it together. All right. All right. So what did I watch this week? I really wanted to chat about this because there's, there are three passionate things I watched this week and it was fucking crazy. I watched the most TV ever this past week. I just had, I had downtime. Maddox was sick. As you guys probably saw, threw up all over me all over me. Oh my God. It was the worst experience ever, but we made it to Ohio and we hung out with the family and my mother-in-law and we just, we watched TV at night and it was, it was really nice. I haven't watched TV like that with intention, you know, phone down, watching a show. Like I feel like in a while. So the first one I want to want to throw out there, you guys could watch this today, tonight, tomorrow. It's called who killed Santa. It's a murder mystery comedy. And there's like these few celebrities in it. I don't want to ruin anything. Few celebrities in it. Basically, they're in this movie, short film, let's call it, 
they have no lines. This is all improv. Okay. But the other people that are in the movie short film have lines. So there's these actors, well-known actors going into this movie with no lines and they just kind of have to improv it and be a part of this like murder mystery. Very, uh, very Santa, Santa-esque. Okay. Holiday-esque. It's, it's fun. It's a really good film. I don't want to like ruin anything for you guys, but there's also multiple episodes of like different murder mysteries with different celebrities and like actors. You have to check it out on Netflix. Really fun to watch. Second one on Netflix. It's called the volcano. Holy fuck. This story was so fucking compelling. It brought me to tears multiple times. It is based on a volcanic eruption of the White Island in New Zealand. And this just happened a few years ago, 2019. And the story of this, what transpired, and just the overall storytelling, fantastic. Like, again, I try not to like ruin anything. So possible spoilers coming up. Feel free to fast forward right now. So the, the, the idea that these people, like, okay, there's this one couple on there. And I, that's the thing. I say couple. Bro, they, when, oh my God, this breaks my heart, dude. They booked this trip to New Zealand for their fucking honeymoon. Newly married. And they went out to the island and the girl, the wife, was just like, man, I, I didn't have a good feeling the whole time. Which like, vibes don't lie. You know what I mean? Like trust your instincts, right? So all of a sudden the volcano erupts. They're trapped on the island and they suffer burns so bad. Their skin is just like falling off, like literally falling off of the bone. Like you think of a rotisserie chicken and how that skin just like kind of flakes off, right? When it's like super like cooked, right? We are basically chickens. I hope you guys know that, right? If we were to ever burn to a crisp, we are basically like chickens, right? So their skin just falling off. They were in the hospital. They had, they were in comas, newly married. Both of them were so close to death. They prevailed, whatever. And at the end, it shows them on the couch. They're finishing up the interview. And there's a part of his arm that is like literally untouched, undamaged, just like this random like slab. And it's the part where her hand was the whole time, like holding on to him while they're getting like erupted on. That sounds so sexual. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. That was so inappropriate while they, while they're whatever you get it. And then her hand underneath, like she can make a fist and everything. She was holding onto his arm. It's, it was, it brought me to tears, dude. And she was like, I just love him more than ever. And like, I, you know, this is how our life is now, but like we're getting, everything's getting better, whatever. Anyways, um, just the stories of these people. My God, you guys just have, you have to go fucking watch it. Like literally tonight, go put it on and make sure you have Kleenex available. Last one I want to talk about. <sighs> Casey Anthony, 
where the truth lies. <sighs> so I went on and I bit the bullet for you guys. I bought, I bought Peacock. Peacock TV. Because I already have 900 other fucking streaming TV things. But like, why not add another one? So I'm planning on canceling Peacock after this month. I'll be honest, it's only $4.99 a month. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely paying $4.99 to watch this docuseries. Um, and there's a few other docuseries that I really want to watch too. So we'll get there. So Casey Anthony, we're, we're talking about a girl who since 2008 has been known of as the woman who killed her daughter, right? So Casey Anthony's story took the world, like the world by storm. There's this daughter, she's been missing for 31 days before she's even told she was missing, right? Her grandma, her own grandma didn't even know she was missing for 31 days while the mom is like out like living her best life. Casey ends up pleading not guilty and the jury ends up finding her not guilty. Fast forward, it's now been, t- has it been 10, year- 10 years or something? I don't know, it's been a while. Sorry, I don't have the math on me right now, but it's been a long time she's never publicly spoke. She basically just went in hiding after the verdict We've heard nothing. So this is our first time sharing her story and all that. So while I was watching it, I really try to like zoom out and just have full understanding of all sides, right? I love to genuinely hear everyone's side. I am not someone who is going to get pissed off or butthurt by like someone's opinion or experience and just like be like, yeah, there's no way it's, it's real. Like I, I genuinely am a person who I love to hear it all. And also love to just hear different opinions, different sides, so I can just analyze them all, right? So while I was watching this, I'm only on like episode two. And we kind of start to get into the idea of like why she didn't admit that she was gone first. um, Like why she didn't say her child was missing. She ends up opening up about sexual assault that she received from her brother and her dad. And... I, I felt a lot of different emotions while I was watching it. I'm not going to lie. I, I felt, I, I truly did feel her pain in losing her daughter. I could also see where she was in so much shock that her emotions were kind of weird. Um, I don't think we should always assume like, oh, some, in order for someone to be really upset, you know, you have to be crying. Some people truly don't operate like that. Um, She had multiple psychosis tests done. She was not ruled as a psychopath, not ruled as a sociopath. Like she is mentally sane, right? And it just had me thinking a ton of different things because there was one point where I was like, okay, maybe she really didn't do it. Then I was like, why the bitch? What? Why am I even thinking that? So it was, it was interesting. Let me just say like that. I'm only on episode two, so I've not finished and I don't want to give like a full debrief of my opinion, but it's definitely something where at least I can say like it really opened my eyes to other potentials. At the end of the day, she was ruled 
not guilty. And I never stayed up to date with the court case. I was in eighth grade, I think. Like I didn't stay up to date with the court case. I didn't, I wasn't in the courtroom. I didn't see the evidence. I didn't hear the statements. I didn't see the defense. I didn't, you know, so it's like, who am I to sit here and be like, oh yeah, she killed her daughter. It's like, I don't know because I also didn't hear the rest besides what media told me. And we all know how media goes, right? So I'm not going to sit here and be like totally, you know, anti her, but I do know that most of my life I've obviously gone through with like the idea of this case in her being the one that committed it. So I, I, let me just say, I'm opening up my ears. I'm willing to listen. And that's what I'm doing in the series. Um, I will say the one thing that turned me off was hearing that she did get paid for it. And it's kind of like, ah, uh, like, I mean, of, like, of course she deserves to get paid for it though, right? Like you're taking time to talk about something very sensitive that's only gonna stir the uproar again of people hating her, calling her names, et cetera. I'm sorry, but if if I'm gonna be hated on like massively, y'all are gonna fucking pay me. You know what I'm saying? So like I can understand why. And also for her to even speak and, and deal with that uproar of hate when she obviously lives a very private life, they probably had to pay her. Like they wanted the series done. So obviously they're gonna pitch her why they want her to participate, right? for her to participate, you know, I'm sure that they were like, Hey, we'll give you X amount of money for you to talk. But I'm sorry, money will make anyone talk. And if you don't agree, you're literally lying to yourself because if someone told you right now, Hey, I know you went through this trauma. Okay. I will give you $100,000 to speak about it in a Netflix documentary would you? I I would almost say eight out of 10 of you, I don't care how deep and dark your trauma is, you would, you'd be like, where do I sign? And where's the mic? Because I know I would. You're telling, you're telling me you would turn down money to speak about something that happened to you that maybe you're also like secretly passionate about sharing, but you've just kind of never had the courage to. Someone puts money in your hand. Um, Yeah, I found a lot of courage. You know what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, I'm always going to be honest, right? That go off. Okay. And for her, again, I'm being just like, I'm playing devil's advocate. All right. She's gone through a lot of years, probably unable to ever get a job. Well, she already tells you where she was. She's been working, but couldn't get a job anywhere else. Completely hated by anyone. Even if she could get a job somewhere, the employees would probably fucking walk out knowing who, you know, their boss is hired or whatever. So for her to take money for something like this, she probably needs the money. All right. So at least in that point, can we just like leave her be for that? Like get your bag. Okay. However, I'm interested to see what the rest of the series looks like because I just, I need to see more. I need to see more. Okay, there's one more that I need to touch on real quick because I just started this last night on Netflix. I'm a big Netflixer, a big Netflixer. Um, it's called I Am A Killer. We've all known that episode, that that series. I watch that shit all the time. I Am A Killer. It's called I'm A Killer Released. Oh, where's it at? <laughs> I still don't know the soundboard and I've had it for three years. 
almost three years. I'm a killer release. This guy commits a murder in 1990. Literally kind of a cold, kind of a cold hearted kill. He goes and out of everywhere, he robs a fucking subway. This bitch gets away with $400. Granted in the nineties, like go off $400 might be a lot, but like, really? You just, you ruined your life for, for a subway robbery. A subway. You couldn't have like gone into even Best Buy or like a fucking Walmart, you know, Subway just seems so silly. There's, damn, can you imagine the smells? You know, you're smelling the subs while you're committing this. I don't know. It just, it doesn't sit right with me. So he goes in, talks to this guy that he actually ends up knowing. This guy is apparently gay. Not that it matters, but they make a point to share that in the series. So I'm going to go ahead and just share that information. So he kills this guy. So he he robs him. And then as he goes to leave, he realizes like, oh God, oh shit. Like this guy knows me. He's going to like tell on me or whatever, you know? So he shoots him like straight up, like execution style, like overkill is what they called it. Like he did not need to be shot that many times. So he goes to jail and in the state of Texas, if you have served, okay, so here's a, here's a crazy thing. He went on death row immediately. They're like death sentence, fucking kill him. Absolutely. You just cold hearted killed someone else. Absolutely kill him. All of a sudden there's like this jury jurisdiction or something that gets overchanged or overturned or something. So like a year later, his defense team goes back to argue, Hey, he, shouldn't be on death row then this isn't this isn't a fair trial so they grant him so all of a sudden he's off death death row so now he's just like in in prison so during prison if you serve in texas i don't i'm I'm assuming this is still valid if you serve 30 years 30 years so he had a lifetime sentence but he served 30 years in prison if you serve 30 years you are eligible for parole So here we are, 2019 or 2020 when they released this. He's served 30 years. 30 fucking years in a prison, dude. Can you imagine? Okay, so let me me finish up. So 30 years. He gets eligible for parole. He meets this girl in prison, like outside of prison, but he meets her in prison. And she like kind of replaces like his mom. Like she, he calls her mama Carol but it's really uncomfortable because they kiss on the lips. Yeah. And they only had met like four times. Anyways, it gets weird, but she's like his saving grace. He becomes changed by God. Yaddy. And all of a sudden he he's released, bro. 30 years, cold hearted, killed a man in the nineties, walking free. Now he's on house arrest. He's, he's got a pretty strict parole. All right. Definitely not rainbows and sunshine, but at the end he can see rainbows and sunshine now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is walking free from prison. 50, 50 years old, I think he said he was. 50 years old. He d- committed his crime when he was 21. 50 years old, walking free. So it's kind of like now following his journey of being released. And I thought it was very interesting, worth watching. And it just kind of had me like fucked up to think of like going into prison for 30 years and coming out and seeing even just what the cars look like seeing what the trees 
look like in the landscape, seeing your first skyscraper, seeing uh, upgraded McDonald's, like all these things that were just not the same, right? Like seeing cell phones, he'd never have seen a cell phone. A laptop didn't even exist. Like, I feel like that would just be such culture shock to come out aged and almost like, do you leave prison like feeling 21? Right. You know what I mean? Because it's almost like you're, it's almost like you stopped time while you were in prison and just like, didn't know what else. And it's like, you get out. Like, do you feel younger? Do you feel aged? Like, I'm just curious what that mental fuckery is like. Cause I feel like that would just be so shocking. So he walks free. The family of the, the guy that he murdered had no idea that he was even getting out. So they kind of, they kind of glossed over that. Let his half brothers like speak the guy that he killed. And, um, I just didn't know how I felt about it because I hate the fact that people like that can like walk free when there are also so many people in prison right now for like holding a a joint of weed. Right. And it's like, we're not going to let them go right away, but like, we're going to let someone who like literally murdered someone. So in his eyes, he has a second chance by God. He's, he's an ordained minister now, all these things. And I don't know. I just, do you think people can change like that? I mean, that, that's a whole fucking topic we could open worms on, you know, chatting about like prison and like all that stuff. If anyone's ever been to prison, please feel free to email me. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, do we change? Like, what's the psychology there? Like, I just, I wish that I could see, see, I wish, you know, in order to be eligible for parole, I feel like you have to be on pretty good behavior in prison. Also, while you're in prison, you're obviously sober. Most, most people, I'm sure you can get drugs into prison. No, no joke. But like most part you're, you know, you're sober whatever. So it's like, I mean, after being in there 30 years, like that is, that's a new you, I would think. Or would you go back into society and be triggered? Like, I don't know. I would love to hear what you guys think. Or if you've, maybe you've have had someone in your family who's gone to prison, like absolutely no judgment, but like, have they gotten out? Like, what was that experience like? I don't know. I just, I think it's very interesting. And obviously, you know, depending on the level of crime, it's just really difficult to think of someone who has done terrible things and to think that they do get a second chance. Like, I don't know. I just, there's a very split part of me that's like, no, like you don't get to make another mistake. You don't even get the chance to make another mistake. You don't get a second chance. Like if you killed someone cold blooded and you admitted to it and you did it and they have proof and all that, you, you like deserve to rot. Am I wrong? Like, I don't know. Isn't that weird? Like you killed, get killed. I don't know. (laughs) All right. That was a little, that was a little rash, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's really confusing. Um, with the emotions that surround that. So last thing I'll tell you skincare corner. Okay. We've been, we, I I'm telling you, I could chat for hours. Do you want me to? I will. Don't tempt me. Um, okay. Skincare. I wanted to let you guys know the other day I posted that on anthropology, my water drench eye gels were on sale. Okay. And, um, again, I'm a transparency queen. So I'm going to go to my like to know it right now. I told you guys last week I needed like $50 
to um, $50 to make my shoe goal, right? So I linked it and I made, okay, here, let me pull it up. I linked the anthropology eye gels alone and I made $138 from you bitches going to buy the eye gels. So I am officially buying myself a pair of golden goose shoes. And I am fucking excited. I showed Wyatt and he was like, oh, I've never heard of these shoes. Like those are fucking sick. So I'm still undecided whether I want to go to Detroit and experience it. Cause like maybe I should vlog it. <laughs> okay. Should I vlog it? Should I vlog? I gels bought me golden goose. I told you guys that was going to be the <laughs> title. Um, so anyways, just wanted to say $138. You fuckers. I love you guys so much. Um, uh, the eye gels bought me the golden gooses and we are on our way, babe. Now I will say though, these eye gels, skincare, everything you guys, you know, my passion for skincare. It is no joke. So I'm definitely not just pushing products out here that I don't fucking use and that are bullshit. I, I truly will ride or die for Peter Thomas Roth. I have tried other eye gels this past week too. I've gotten some like as gifts and stuff. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. I will continue to pay the 55 to 75 fucking dollars for my Peter Thomas Roth period that I am not going anywhere else. And I will tell you the only ones that ever came close that I can even remember was Tula's when they had them limited edition they don't have them anymore. So speaking of Tula, last thing I'll tell you, um, I am getting a new, I have a new Tula product and I'm loving it. It is basically if beauty sleep and 24 seven had a baby and it's perfect. There's no scent to it. It's beautiful. You guys will love it. All right. I don't want to say much more cause I don't want to get in trouble, but I will tell you it's great. I love it. Last thing I've been trying is Pacifica beauty. The, I got a gift from hydro drug for Christmas and I have this hyper ice, um, hyper volt, hyper ice, hyper volt massage gun. Fucking love it. But they also gave me a bunch of like Pacifica beauty. I have a TikTok that I unboxed everything. So they gave me the Pacifica beauty and it came with like vitamin C eye gels, like eye masks, they call them, I think. And then this it's called glow baby. It's like a vitamin C booster. They gave me a like moisture or a cleanser and then like a dropper serum. It came in like a set. I've been really liking the serum. Um, obviously you're not going to see results of it right away, but it's a really nice vitamin C serum. Not sure of the efficacy of the formula, but it does have a little bit of like other ingredients in it. It's like a, a nice little, like I said, it's a booster. So it's a good serum. Um, so far haven't dove into a lot of Pacifica beauty, but I'm open. I'm open to trying stuff. Um, so stay tuned for that and stay, stay tuned for my golden goose shoes. Oh my God. I can't, I can't believe we did it. Also can't believe that like that day alone, I made $138 off of my eye gels. And again, that is on transparency. Love you guys. I only share with you the bestest in what I believe in. Um, and I think the more that you guys understand how like social media commission linking stuff, how it works, the more that you understand how you are supporting people, like when you choose to shop their links, like that's what that type of stuff can do for people. Um, and in my case, it was kind of a dumb goal. All right. <laughs> 
But the rest of any money that I typically make from like, like to know it really goes towards like my mortgage fund. Um, usually like, like to know it goes towards like mortgage car, all that stuff. Alani goes towards like our other like random, like daily, uh, monthly expenses, right? Like Wi-Fi, whatever. And then like the rest is left over, right? On top of like paying my employees and all this stuff. So I kind of have like designated funds that like, oh, this will do this, this month, you know, whatever it might be. So, um, it's all different for every person, but I just like to be honest about it because I'm very, very grateful to be in the position I am where I have people that want to support me and will email me and just be like, Hey, I want to buy this. Do you have a link or can you make a link for me? Like if you guys ever do that, just know I'm going to always reply. All right. I'm going to always find it. I'm going to always seek it out. I'm going to reply. I'm going to help you. Um, and again, I appreciate the fact that you would even think to come to me and say, can I have this link? That is so fucking kind. And I just want to say, I see you and I respect you and I appreciate you. So let's get into the episode. Quick ad. Hashtag ad. Hashtag ad. That was a little random. Okay. Before we officially get into today's episode, I did want to thank my partners, Better Help. Because of them, I have been getting better with help. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program, and within a 72-hour period, you can be matched with your own personal therapist that is applicable to you and what you are going through. This is an app that is directly on your phone. You're able to communicate with your therapist right then and there, and they are also going to be licensed to you based off of your location. So this isn't a, this isn't no funny business. This isn't no, you know, not qualified people helping you. These are educated professionals there to listen to you. If you use code DESB at checkout, you are able to get 10% off of your first month, or you can use my link betterhelp.com slash DESB and you will get 10% off of your first month. I've been with BetterHelp for over a year and a half now and it has just really been a home away from home for me while I'm able to stay in my home. There's not a lot of licensed professionals near me that I would feel comfortable going to. And to be honest, I don't have the fucking time. So to be able to hop on my app and schedule a call when it is available to me is pretty huge and pretty awesome. So again, with code DESBY, you can get 10% off of your first month. And you can also click the link in the show notes description box link in bio and follow that as well. You'll fill out a questionnaire. And like I said, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast and get better today. Hmm. I think uh, I think our intros just get longer and longer. Longer and longer. We have a lot to talk about lately, right? Okay, so I wanted to just talk to you guys for however long about New Year's. And my goal for 2023. So we already chatted a little bit about just like not being afraid of failure. Um, not overlooking numbers. Um, being grateful, you know, things like that. And what I want to do this year is live delusional. I've seen a few TikToks on this. 
and I've been limiting my scrolling. So the past few days I have scrolled a little bit. Like I'm talking like I maybe watch five videos and then I'm kind of like, eh, okay, I'm out. How's my mental health? Eh, I'm out, you know, whatever it might be. So I've seen a few TikToks though of people that have been sharing like, um, it's called like the Tinkerbell effect. Some people call it. And they basically are just saying how like, they like, I am, this person is saying this, right? They're like, I am the luckiest girl in the world. Like I, I show up for my flight with 10 minutes to spare and I know I'm going to make it on. Like, it's just the way that they're like speaking over themselves, speaking over their life in things that are going to happen to them and happen for them, etc. And the more that I've seen these vid- videos, I've seen like two or three in the past like week. And I'm like, man, I, I need to do more of that. You know, I need to just say like, great things are going to happen to me and it's going to be insane. So I made a TikTok the other night kind of like talking about how I'm going to operate in 2023 and it's kind of like level up or get out. Like seriously, if you guys are not looking to level up this year, if you are not looking to speak good things over yourself, if you're not willing to be confident in what is coming for you guys, like get out of my podcast space, get out of my mental space. Like I am here for the the he's, the they's, the she's, the them's, the I, I don't care who you are listening. I am here for those people who want to be their best selves and don't give an absolute fuck about what anyone else thinks about it. The people that have the most to say about you will never fucking do what you do. And I am bold enough to get on here and tell you guys, I am fucking awesome. I am funny as shit. I work incredibly hard. I am great at what I do. And I am going to have great things happen to me in 2023. And you fucking wait. You wait for our recap next year. And you, and you watch what happens this year to me. For real. Just fucking watch. Stick with it. And I will let you know. And I promise y'all will be hearing from it. From me. Because I am going to be blasting the great things that happened to me. And I thought about this and as I was speaking, I was like, well, you know, what if it doesn't, what if it doesn't come true? What if it doesn't actually happen? So fucking what? Okay. So, all right. I'm going to show up every single day. I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I am going to, I'm going to post, share, YouTube, you are going to think I have a million subscribers. That's the kind of fucking energy I'm bringing into 2023. You are going to think that I am damn near Kylie Jenner. Yeah, maybe not Kylie Jenner. You are going to think that I am that bitch for real because fake it until you make it, baby. Fake it until you become it. You, The more you put out that energy that like, I am that it girl. I know we talked about being in our not it girl era, but we're flipping the switch with our energy. We are, we are presenting ourselves that we are in our personal it girl era. Not the it girl, not the, not the New York hottie walking to work with her Louis Vuitton and her Fendi that we talked about. We are our own it girl. The girl that gets out of bed and can't change her clothes all day and has puke on her and spit up but she's still doing her skincare. That's my it girl. That's me. That's my it girl moment. All right. So 2023, we are leveling up. We are ditching the idea 
that bad things are going to happen. Isn't that fucking tiring? Like, am, I know I'm not the only one tired of having one good thing happen to me, happen to me. And then thinking, Oh, when's the next bad thing? Oh, things are going too good. Hell yeah, they are. Like that's the adoption mentally that I'm going to have this year as good things are happening to me because they fucking are going to happen to me. I'm not going to be thinking, okay, so what's next? When is it going to, when's it going to crash and burn? I'm so tired of having that type of anxiety. I'm so tired of being stressed of, oh, well, this didn't happen. Oh, I, I didn't do this. Okay. So what? Guess what's going to happen next time. It's going to be doubled, you know, whatever it might be. I'm so tired of having anxiety of when is the next bad thing going to happen? Why do we, why do we sink so much energy into that idea? Oh, well, can't wait to see what bad happens. You know, I've had two really great weeks. Awesome. Celebrate it. Celebrate those great two weeks. Like don't look for the bad things. And I think that's a lot of like what this mentality is, is like when you start thinking, wow, great things are going to happen to me. You start to see the great things, right? Even the small minuscule things that you wouldn't have normally celebrated before you start to see them more for that, for what they are on the opposite end. When we think, oh, everything just, everything sucks nowadays or everything bad's happening to me the more bad we tend to see, right? It's kind of like when you buy a car and you're like, man, I got my first car. It's a white Honda Civic. I've never seen a white Honda Civic. And then you literally leave the dealership and on your way home, you see 500 white Civics. That's exactly what happens when you start to fill your mind with negative thoughts negative outcomes, negative anything. You you let that one negative in, you're going to see 500 other negatives shine through too. So let's flip that where we see one positive and all of a sudden we're seeing 500 more positives. That's the goal that I'm trying to have for 23. Now that doesn't mean that we're going to not encounter a period of trial, right? But through that period of trial, through that that uh, navigation of how can I make this better for me? How can we think of this is happening for me, not to me? Does that make sense? So like if something uh, I, I say like, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of even me, say I don't have a, I have a challenge and there's only 10 people in it. 10 people sign up for my challenge. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, no one, no one wants to be a part of DBFT anymore. Ah, I can allow myself to feel that way for a second. Right. But then I got to step back and I got to go, okay, well then this is happening for me for some reason. Maybe I couldn't handle having more than 10 people in my challenge. Maybe mentally it would have stressed me out. Maybe those 10 people needed help the most. And they needed individual attention, whatever it might be. Right. It's like, how can we reframe what is happening into a better mindset of like, okay, what could this lead to? That's going to be fucking better. You know what I mean? And we have so much ability to continue to tap in. Like, I don't think we can ever have this mindset of like, oh, like I peaked because that also eliminates an opportunity for even more growth. So for me, I could easily look back at like myself before kids and be like, oh, like I definitely peaked 
I peaked. That was when the most people like liked me and liked my stuff and whatever it might be. It's like, okay, what? No. Like I have way more of a community now. I have way more of like a, a amount of people that just ride for me and support me than I did even when more people liked my stuff. I'll take a community. I'll take people. I'll take great vibes over likes. You know what I mean? A like doesn't mean shit. Okay, cool. You, you took one second to double tap my post. Like that doesn't mean anything when it comes to like community, right? So again, I'm just putting that in perspective so that I can share like a kind of like a metaphor from my life that you can apply to yours. But like the minute that we let that idea of like, oh, this is so bad. It's only going to, it's only going to fucking snowball. You know, they say when it rains, it pours. It's because you let it pour, right? This like this little rain, this little bit of rain. Okay. Grab your fucking umbrella. You pussy like grow up, put on your fucking Hunter rain boots and shut up. Don't worry about the fact that it's going to pour right? Nonetheless, tell me if I'm wrong. Whenever you pack for rain, it never rains. It never rains. I swear to God, every fucking time I pack a poncho or a goddamn umbrella somewhere, somehow it never rains, right? Let that umbrella and let that poncho be positivity for you. Bring that positivity to any situation that you're in and watch it just breed positivity, Negativity isn't even going to be able to come in to the realm of your energy and your aura that you're giving off, right? So I want to just be better in 23 of just doing whatever the fuck I want. Living delusional, having fun, showing up. And I think that's like the best part of being able to just be yourself, the people that like it are going to love it. The people that don't like it aren't going to like it at all. And that's cool. I would rather have people either completely love me or hate me. If they're in between, they don't care about you like at all. I'd rather have people that care. Because if you go around being a hater, you also are extremely, you also care for me a lot. You know what I mean? In order to really hate someone, you got to care about them. <laughs> that's weird. They hate hearing that you hate hearing it. Um, you know, you see all these people on Reddit, they're the first ones to watch all your shit. And I'm not saying for me, I'm even saying my poor friends who I see get, you know, bullied and harassed online and all that too. It happens to everyone. It's like, they're the first people watching your stories. You know what that is? That that's a fan. Like you're a fan. You're obsessed. Like it's just such a weird thing, but like, I'm sorry to say it. You hate to hear it, but it's fucking true. Just like mute me. I don't know. Block me. Don't even look at my shit. Don't bother my energy this year. That's for sure. Because I am not about that life. It is a fresh year. I've been through enough fucking shit in two years that 90% of people would have folded over for and given up. And I have not given up. And I am extremely extremely proud of myself and I am bringing that energy into 2023. Nothing is going to bring me down. Maybe (laughs) I say that lightly because you know what? We are all allowed to have weak moments. I don't want anyone to ever think being weak is embarrassing. Having an off day, having a mental health day is embarrassing. Like we are all going to be there. And I know at some point in 23, I'm going to be there. 
Okay. But I want to be better at being able to snap myself out of it. And I want to be better at reminding myself of my worth and my power and my great things that are going to come and how fucking special I am to this world. Right. I have a purpose and I want you to be speaking these same words that I am to myself right now. Like I'm saying this about me because I need you to say it about you. I am so powerful. I am so funny. I am a great, great mom. I'm a great sister. I'm a great supporter. I help so many people and I love what I do. And because of that, I am going to be rewarded. You know, I haven't had like a pop-off year since like 2018. This is my pop-off year for real. Like I am bringing it back. I'm going to be turning 28 these next two years into my thirties. These are like, these are like rebuilding years because you don't even want to fucking see what shit I'm about to fuck up when I turn 30 for real. You put me in my thirties girl. Oh my God. I'm, I am in my fluorescent era. I've told you guys that grab your sunglasses, grab your Ray-Bans. If you need a link, send it to me. I will link it for you. Grab your fucking Ray-Bans, grab your Amazon sunglasses. I don't care where your sunnies are from. You will need them to keep up with me. That's the T. And I hope that this is only inspiring you guys to speak this proudly about yourselves. I don't care what your job is. I don't care what your profession is. I don't, I don't care if you have kids too. I don't, what are you? Not your mom's self, not your wife's self, not your work self, yourself, you. What are you going to do this year for yourself, right? And maybe that just is starting with my challenge because coincidentally, Six Weeks to Slay opens on fucking New Year's which is kind of badass. Usually the, the like calendar lines up where it starts on like the third or like it opens on the third, something weird. No, New Year's. This is your time to claim that energy starting the first of the year. I normally don't like this idea of like, oh, gotta wait till New Year's because it's like, babe, there, it's a new day every day. You know, we don't need to wait till where the clock says midnight on 2023, right? We don't need it. But also the mentality of like a fresh start I also understand. So like, let's vibe, let's get it. Let's get this shit, you know? So that is my goal for 23 mentally. And I feel like by speaking these things out loud and by owning it, that alone is like my resolution, right? Because because of this mentality, because of this approach, because of this, great things are going to happen. Energy is so attractive. In the minute you start putting out that energy that like you fucking, your shit doesn't stink, not respectively, right? Like you, there's a difference between being cocky and you know, whatever. But once you start putting out just that confidence in yourself in who you are and what you do and how good you are at what you do is the minute that other people buy into it, right? They're like, God damn, God damn, she's right. She is right. Or, oh my God, she is funny. It's because I have the confidence. I know I'm funny. You know, do you, are you following what I'm saying though? Like, isn't that more attractive? Confidence is always attractive. When you see someone confident living their best life, you want to keep up with them. Cause you're like, man, I like their confidence. I like that vibe. Vibes don't lie. 
You know what I mean? And people can feel that. They can feel that energy through podcasts. They can feel it through posts. They can feel it through stories. They can feel it through the workplace. They can feel it through a phone call. They can feel it through text. Bring that energy. Just like Callie says on Peloton, BYOE, bring your own energy, baby. And we're doing that. Just like Kendall says, they can knock you down, but they can't knock you out. Right? And like Jess Sims says, no ego, amigo. No ego. You got you to gotta change things up a little bit. You got to take a break. Hey, no ego. Keep, keep vibing. Keep showing up. And like Cody Rigsby says, he says some crazy shit. Just shake your ass. Through it all, shake your titties and shake your ass. That's really, that's really the, the roundup of Peloton. You know, like, oh, oh, here's last one. Like Alex Toussaint says, we don't come to work out. We come to outwork. And that can apply to your, your life too. You don't just go to work. You don't just show up every day just to show up. You go to put your 100% into that day. Your 100% might look different, right? Like my 100% on a Tuesday is going to be a different relative 100% than what I can put in on a Thursday, right? Honor that. Be aware of that. But also don't make it an excuse, right? You can still give your 100%. But don't set the standard of what that 100% is, right? Like allow that 100% to vary. And start speaking kinder to yourself. You are amazing, you are strong. You are so loved. There's so many people out there that look at you and go, man, I want what she has. Man, I want what he has. Man, I want what they have. There's so many people out there that also look to you for light. Be that light. Be that confidence. We are, we are all influencers whether you believe it or not. Wyatt was just telling me a story about how this like very kind lady at the store was telling him how to cook his bacon and he walked out with the two packs of bacon that she told him to get. That's an influencer, right? We are all influencers. Share your story this year. Share your small business. Share whatever. Don't be intimidated. Don't be embarrassed. Be delusional live delusional with me in 23. Let's keep up with each other, right? Let watch my YouTube. Let's watch what I'm doing. I want to see what you're doing too. Tell me what you're doing. What are you, what, what great things are happening? Because I know that they're going to happen to you too. And we're going to hit some bumps. We're going to hit some roadblocks. We're going to hit a place where it feels like we want to take back what we're saying today. You're like, fuck, I shouldn't. I'm literally going to be beating my head into a wall in six months and be like, motherfucker, I should have never uploaded that episode. I should have never said that out loud, right? But then you overcome it. And that setback didn't mean shit. And then people see you overcome it. And they see that great thing that ended up happening. And they go, fuck, dude. She really fucking said that. She said she was going to do that. You know what I mean? Set out to be what you know you can be. Believe in it. Speak it. Honor the change. Honor a change in direction. You know, you want to keep turning right. Maybe we do have to turn left. It's all right. That doesn't mean you just pissed away your whole year, right? Let things happen for you. Let them happen to you. 
but bring that energy, bring that vibe and bring that confidence. 2023 word for me is going to be confidence. And I'm going to keep showing up and I'm not, I'm not going to give a fuck about who has anything to say about it. Or if, you know, oh, this post didn't do well. I don't give a fuck. Literally don't give a fuck. I am here to put out my best work. And when you watch my stuff this year, when you watch the way that I'm speaking to myself, when you watch the way that I'm speaking about my life and I'm speaking about it in a positive way and I'm manifesting some great things, you're going to think that I have 2 million people watching me. When in reality, I have like 10. (laughs) 10 great fucking people, okay? I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Thanks for hanging out with me. Next week, we're going to chat a little bit about new year, new goals, fitness wise. A little bit of a a fitty episode for you guys. I want to be able to speak a little bit on like maintenance, fat loss, reverse diet. Let me break that down for you guys in layman's terms, because I know a lot of times people, myself included, we like, we, we get a little bit excited to share that education. So sometimes we use those big words. And I also realize though, that a lot of times that's super intimidating and I want to break it down for you guys a little bit easier. So stay tuned for that next week. I'll also put a question box up on brunch with Desby this week. Ask me any fitness questions, literally anything. How can I do this? How can I, what, what should I do for this? Here's my situation. What should I do? I will try to answer as many as I can. Um, and let's get this bread. All right. Merry Christmas guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you for another amazing, amazing year. You guys are so, so, so special to me. You have given me a space of peace and clarity and just vibes. I I have so much fun with you guys every Sunday who choose to listen. You guys are so fucking awesome. Please share this episode with someone or share an episode with someone that you think would speak to them. Um, And guys, guess what? I'll see you in 2023. Love you guys.